Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right, guys, welcome back to Coaching Conversations with Pete and Yas. But before we get to today's episode, just a quick announcement from our partnership with St. Mary's University Twickenham. Yeah, so thanks for having me. Um, I'm Ashley, our performance football coaching course lead, uh, as you know, as a member of our alumni. Um, our course is unique around the world, so we believe that we have a, a distance learning model that kind of works for everyone, regardless of where they are in the world. They can study football performance coaching from their environment and put it into their context. Amazing. And who is it for? So we really have lots of different unique opportunities. So you can be a pro license coach that we've had in the past. You could be a level two UEFA B coach. It's about putting it into your context. So we'll expose students to match analysis, uh, contemporary football coaching cultures, and they can put that into their own practice and improve their knowledge and understanding of the game. Thank you for that, Ash. And as an alumni member of St. Mary's University Twick, and I'm proud to announce the partnership that we've got going on, where each week myself and Pete will be delivering conversations around different how-to elements and analysis tips and obviously some insights from our own experiences as coaches and coach developers. So catch that on YouTube and every week on all major platforms where you can hear it in audio form as well. Right guys, welcome back to Coaches Conversations with Pete and Yas. Today's episode, we're going to be looking at qualifications versus experience. Before we get to that though, Pete, just a brief insight on who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm Peter Augustine. I am a coach development officer with a responsibility for diversity and inclusion. And my area, the area that I work in is London and the southeast of England. Awesome. And similar to you, Peter, obviously working as part of the diversity and inclusion team with the FA um, as, as a coach mentor. But Pete, this is a really interesting topic for me. Um, a, lot of co- a lot of coaches will be thinking about this at the moment. Obviously, a lot of people have gone recently through the rejection of or, or even the successful aspe- aspect of being on qualifications and then comparing that and contrasting with different experiences. So what, you know, straight away, what are your thoughts? Qualifications versus experience. Where are the pros, where are the cons? Okay, so it depends, really, if you're talking about experience from a point of view of just doing something or experience linked to qualifications. So, say, for example, the way I look at it this way. So imagine if you're, um, um, you're a plumber, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, you've you've got yourself a, f- a few jobs, but you've never done any uh, plumbing qualifications. Mm. And somebody comes along, and they've got some plumbing pl- plumbing qualifications, but they've got they've never done a plumbing job in their li- in their life. You're, you've got a bit of a dilemma there, haven't you? Because you go, do I go with a person who's done plumbing for maybe twenty five years with no quali- with no um, uh, with no qualifications or do I go with a person who knows how to put together a, 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 a toilet and so on and so forth the experienced person what they'll be able to do is they'll be able to sort out problems or go around problems and so on and so forth the person with the uh, um, with the qualifications may not be able to solve all the problems however because they've got the qualifications because they know how things are put together what they'll be able to do is they'll be able to um, eventually solve the problem. And from that, that experience that they gain will help them to become a, be- a better plumber. Okay, mm. They'll also know where to go to get help because mm. that's one of the things about qualifications it gives you. It gives you a structure. 
Where do I get help when I don't know what I'm doing? Mm. The person who just starts plumbing, say for example, they kind of have to work it out. They have to bodge up a few jobs, mess up a few jobs before they actually get it right. Mm. But hold on, if they're, messing, if they're experimenting on your house, <laughs> and there's water coming through the ceiling you ain't gonna want that so you kind of got to think so it's a really it's, a, it's kind of a difficult one I would always think about it from this point of view if you've got qualifications what it tells me is that you've taken time over your learning that you've actually gone out there and you've gone I tell you what I'm gonna learn about this properly and what happens is it creates a habit in you and that habit is for you to keep looking for more information to become the best person that you can be but again, that depends on you as a person. If, you, if you're close-minded, eventually what will happen is you'll come up against a problem that you can't deal with. And what do you do then? Because you're so close-minded, you're not going to ask anyone else. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the other thing that the, the, the plumber would have, would have had, will have met people on the course yeah. who may be more experienced. Yeah. You know? I think there's an interesting part to that because obviously it's now looking at well, there's so many different facets of experience, right? Because you've got those who are maybe experienced in terms of length of time and yeah. how many years or, you know, opportunities they've had to do a specific task or a specific mm. thing. But then there's also the element of how wide ranging are your experiences. So if you, as an example, let's use your plumber analogy. Mm. If, you know, for the last 25 years you've mm. been a plumber, but all you've really had to deal with is, you know, just kitchen kitchen work, yeah, right? Now all of a sudden it's time to go into the bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And you haven't had that experience. <laughs> right. So what do you do then? But yeah. Rather than this. And I think it's, it's finding the right balance between that breadth and depth of experiences, that range of experiences to make sure that you're, you, you do have a range of experiences. You do have some areas that you might be stronger in, mm -hmm. but also then you know where your, where your weak spots are potentially. Yeah. And then obviously within that, I think recognizing that, you know, coming back to the piece around qualifications, I think with qualifications, they will, they'll give you a structure, definitely. They'll give you some sort of signposting, but they'll also probably... Um, in many respects, teach you a textbook technique. Yeah. Right? Which often doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And I think sometimes it's the experience and that, you know, that, that, that helps you understand, actually, no, on this occasion, we've got to move away from the textbook. Whereas the textbook is the one that probably is considered the safest. Yes. Right? right? <laughs> but sometimes, if we take it back to coaching, sometimes we might need to do something that might not be always considered best practice. Yeah. Um, because it's what's right for the moment. Yeah. So you know what? What would you say? What would you say to those coaches who are who are thinking about? Well, okay, you know, I've got some qualification. I've got some experience. I've been doing this for twenty five years. I might be a bit close minded. Well, why should why why should I open my? What is there to be considerate of? Because this is the thing: is that we have to remember as coaches that it's not about us. Mm. It's about the players. Mm. What experience are we giving the players? So when we when we're saying, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change. I'm always gonna treat this player like this, this type of player like this, and I'm always gonna shout from the touchline. And you're shouting from the touchline, and the player's not responding to you. Then you end up in the change room, and you've got had a massive argument with that player. But you don't know what the player's gone through. You don't know if the players heard you. You don't know if if the the player's learning style is you, uh, the, the way you t teach that player, the way you talk to that player, is conducive to that player's learning. Mm. You don't know any of that because your mind is so closed. And that's the beauty of education. If you think about education in any form, what it does, it gives you information. It gives you, and as they often say, information is power. Mm. 
So if I if I look at um, uh, let's take some of the top managers. You look at let Pep Guardiola. What is the one thing that's great about Pep Guardiola? He's meticulous. His attention to detail, right? Exactly. Also, does he do the same thing every time, every season? I think for the most part, he probably. I think there's a, I think there's a general kind of framework which he works from, but I think it's just looking at. You know, it's interesting. I saw I saw an interview of his recently, mm. and he was discussing, um, obviously, the introduction of Haaland into the into the side, and mm. more specifically that. In the initial stages, maybe the first five, six, even up to ten games, they didn't really understand how to utilize him, mm -hmm. because what was happening is they were used, or rather, they weren't used to a player that would just make those runs yeah. in behind. Um, so as a result of him now having to make those runs in behind, mm. it gave them a different outlet. Whereas typically it might be right to go left, right, left, right, and then look to play forward. Mm. Actually, now it's just left forward or just mm. forward, because you can see that he's creating a different picture mm. for the for the team in front. Um, so I think, but but the general gist, the makeup and the identity doesn't really change too much, no. Yeah. However, it does change. Mm. So he bought Haaland for a reason. Uh, we can't say we know what that reason is because um, because uh, you know we, we're not in the change room, but we can surmise mm. that he gives them another angle, another way of being able to hurt the opposition. So okay. I'm an opposition manager and we're, they're playing without Haaland and we know they're going to go left, right, left, right. Like, okay, let's let's bank up against them. Mm. Let's let them go play in front of us, but we're not going to let them get in behind us. We're not going to let them play those little mm. intricate passes. But all of a sudden, as we talked about in one of the, our other shows, when they scored the goal in the cup final, they went, Joom. yeah, okay? That's not a typical Manchester City way, is it? That's, you, know, they, you wouldn't associate that with Manchester City. But we're starting to associate it more with them because they have so many different ways of playing. Yeah. Now, Pep's experience comes into that, but also the fact that he's qualified. And I, I, one of the things I, I, I do believe he does, he goes to different coaching symposiums and that sort of stuff, mm. which again is more education for him. Yeah. He'll listen to other people. He'll talk to other people. He'll talk to his coaches. They'll have a discussion about... Um, about players and what they're doing and how they're doing. Now you can only do that from a from a place of education. You can't do that, that from that from both mindset, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Because he talks to his coaches mm. because he wants to know what they think. But I think there's also a key part in that, right? And it's also identifying that it's genuine. Yes. Right. It's not just speaking to the coaches just for the sake of speaking to yeah. them and just trying to get a response or something that maybe affirms what he thinks. Mm -hmm. It's actually no, he wants probably the opposite. Mm. He probably wants people to find holes in what he thinks. Yes. Right. And more specifically, I think it kind of, you know, leading back into the topic of the conversation that we're having here, qualifications versus experience, well, actually, doesn't always have to be something that's formally accredited. No. Right. Because right? actually those those moments when you're sharing conversations with coaches, when you're actually going and, mm. you know, to these different sym symposiums mm. and whether it's a CPD event or webinar mm. or whatever else it may be, mm. these are all learning opportunities. But yes, you might not get a formal qualification, you mm. know, that might, necessarily be the difference between you can mm. get in a job and not mm. but these are all things that all add up obviously towards that experience piece so I guess you know in that what are some key things that you think coaches should really start to think about in how they develop their own ideas because I think one of the biggest things for me has mm. always been that old saying of never be the smartest one in the room yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's. I think to me, it's it's quite simplistic. It's when you go on the course, you're going on the course to hear the different ideas that are knocking about. Say, for example. Mm. And then what you're doing is you're going, okay, what does that look like in my environment? Mm. Am I able to do that with the players that I have? I have um, one day a week and I've got an hour and I've got a quarter of AstroTurf. Well, everything that I learn on the course isn't going to help me, but some parts will help me and it will give me the structure. So it will say to me something as simple as, Make sure I've got enough bibs. Make sure I've got the, uh, the, the, the even the right size footballs. Yeah. Make sure I I look at the uh, the um, direction that I'm doing the practice in. Mm. Um, am I able to make use of, of the space? Am I able to negotiate with the other people who are sharing the astroturf with me mm. to say, for example, for the first half an hour, can I take a, a larger slice while you're doing your warm up, mm. and then when you finish your warm up, I'll go back into my area. So little things like that. And now, I remember hearing about that and, you know, about you know, nicking somebody else's space on a course. One of the tutors talked about it. Yeah. Well, nick a bit of their space while they're doing their warm-up and then when they come, but you agree it beforehand. You know? well, but I think something that's really key in that, right, it's that organisation piece. You see so many times, and I'm you know, working with a bunch of coaches right now that are in a similar capacity, say, oh, you know, I've only got this much space. Yeah, mm. but have you really only got that much space? Mm. Or is that what you've been allotted? Mm. Yeah, you've been allotted mm. a quarter of the pitch or mm. half the pitch, but actually... Like you said, yeah. Well, they might not even be from your club. They yeah. might not even be from your team. Yeah. They might be the guys next, you know, mm. on the next pitch and from a different mm. club. We've maybe only got ten players that have shown mm. up and they were expecting twenty-two, so they mm. booked half the pitch. But now they're only using a quarter of it. Yeah. It's just having that conversation, right? Just to see, right, what are the possibilities? But yeah. I think something key that you t- you touched on earlier about is we go on courses to learn. But actually, we're never really conscious of what we're going to take away until it happens. Exactly. Right. So we can be in the same room, hearing the same content, yeah. listening to the same speaker, if you yeah. like. But actually, what you take away from it, what I take away, is going to be completely mm. different. Yeah. And then us engaging and reflecting and sharing those mm. thoughts with one another is obviously what then sparks mm. different ideas and mm. new ideas. So you know, just 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 share the importance from, from from on that then in terms of those conversations on a qualification. Or those reflective conversations with your staff. What kind of questions are you are you going after? What kind of you know what kind of conversations are you really trying to lead with? Well, really, everybody comes onto a, a, a course with a certain level of experience. Mm. Okay, uh, whether it's a lot of experience, a little bit of experience, doesn't matter. But you come onto it with some sort of experience. Your experience might be even the fact that it, from your job, the job that you do during mm. the day. That save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That might help you. So what you do is you take the conversations that you ask and the conversations that you have is the, the, the first one is what does this look like what's your what is your environment where do you coach i'm a plumber yeah <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't work on doesn't work on toilets so so you got that that so so i now so I, i'm on the course and i now meet a plumber who does 
work work on toilets. So we talk about, and he says, oh yeah, blah, 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 I do this one. Yeah. And he said, oh, well, I do this when I'm in the kitchen. And, oh, right, okay. Then you start to realise there are some similarities. Yeah. Yeah. So then what you go is, oh, right, okay. Now I know that because I know, uh, I, I now I'm getting some information from the tutor about what plumbing looks like in a house and which pipes go where. Mm. I mean, I'm talking about this like I know about plumbing. I don't know anything <laughs> about plumbing. <laughs> I mean, I stay well away from plumbing. But, uh, but again, that shows you I mean, imagine this. I decide that uh, as a football coach, I'm going to go and fix my, 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 my bathroom taps and I start messing about and there's water flying everywhere and so on and so forth. Mm. And then I go, all right, actually, that me unscrewing that tap there, that's where the water spouts out. Okay, mm. I won't do that next time. I know that. But it doesn't make me a good plumber. What it no. makes me is somebody who's had an experience, or a, 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 has had a, a plumbing experience. Yeah. But I'm not an experienced plumber. No. So... Go on. Yeah, so when you then start to look at, when we, we go back to, to, come back into our world of, of football coaching, just because you've done something doesn't mean you're good at it. Yeah. It just means you've done it. So there's loads and loads of people who've, who've coached for many, many years. Yeah. And they say, oh yeah, well, we won a cup. Yeah, okay, great, you won a cup. But what experience did your players have? Yeah, and I, th I think the key thing within that, that's really kind of just jumping at me is, how do you know you know what you know? That's where your education comes in. But, but, but this is it, right? So yeah. you've, got, you, you've got to be able to kind of check and challenge against something. Yeah. There's got to be some um, some evidence, if you like, you know, to kind of back up, right? Yeah, I, I know this because of what? And, you know, it's interesting. I was having a conversation with a couple of coaches recently and then around match days and mm. looking at, well, my team performed this way. You know, I thought they were better. Okay, but based on what? Yeah. What have you got? You know, what the what? What's the? Where's the data? Where's mm. the insight to support mm. that? That's or is it just a you know uh, like a literal observation? Because mm. um, unless you've got that information to handle, or you've got something to refer back to that's objective, mm. then it's just an opinion, right? And I think it, 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 it speaks volumes for me when I when I'm speaking to players and it, and I can say right, this is what it looked like. 10 minutes before this goal yeah this is what it looked like in the following 10 mm. minutes after that goal mm. and that piece that piece is powerful because now if we're trying to get a message across mm. and again whether it's you know even a qualification we're going to qualification yes they're they're great but don't just go on there with the mindset of everything that's there should be taken as gospel mm. right because everyone's sharing their own experiences yeah. so you know maybe think about a time where you've gone on a course and possibly haven't taken on board or challenged what's been said, because this is another key part, right? When in, in terms of your learning, understanding what's relevant, mm -hmm. understanding what's irrelevant, mm -hmm. but understanding what's relevant, but not for the context you're currently mm -hmm. working in. So mm -hmm. therefore you just park that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I remember when I first started on my qualifications, I went in at level two because I kind of just finished playing. And, and, and at that time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, I was terrible at fitting uh, kitchens. And, <laughs> and, um, uh, and then what happened was I, they told us, um, uh, you have to coach in this way for the qualification. Mm. So I took, they said, you go away and practice it. So I went away and practiced it. The problem was, was that, um, when I was um, working with the players, it wasn't working. The players were getting annoyed because I kept going, stop, stand still, go down, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. So I spoke to my tutor at the time and I said, look, I keep doing this and I think I'm going to lose my job because, you know, and so the tutor just said to me, well, stop doing it then. 
<laughs> and so then I, then I was conflicted mm. because I said, well, to pass the award, I've got to do stop, stand still. And then I've got to do blah, blah. But here's the thing that it taught me. It taught me how to observe. Yeah. Because now what I started to do is I started to go, oh, 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 there's that bit there. Oh, that's the bit I'm after. And so I'd leave it and I'd leave it and I'd leave it. And then I started to see the players who were doing the things that I didn't want them to do, but I had some evidence. Mm. And what I started to do when I first started, I used to take a little notebook out with me. Sometimes it was terrible because it was raining, so I couldn't write it. And I'd go, right, okay, all right, let's see there. That's it, I've done it again. And that's like, I, I got a little code. Yeah, so yeah. like, say for example, um, I wanted them to play forward. Yeah. PB would mean pass back. So yeah. that means he's passed back again. Right, okay. So it would be, um, say, um, it, let's say it was um, Cyril Jones or, yeah. or Edna Smith. It would be their initials and their yeah, PB. Yeah, yeah. I'd go, right, okay. And I'd go, Edna, you've passed back five times when I've said to you, to pass forward. Right. And Edna might say to me, well, she's not making any runs forward. And I'd go, all right, so I'll look at that. So I've got some information from the player. Yeah. I've got some inf evidential information from myself. Yeah. Because again, when I, at that level of my coaching, I was always concentrating on the ball. Yeah. So I wasn't looking away from the ball. So then it made me start to look away from the ball. But I think even within that, right, because even before you start looking away from the ball, mm. just that interaction with the player in the first place is almost mm. giving you a different opportunity to understand it from their perspective, mm. right? Because, which is then maybe potentially sparked your thoughts to go, mm. actually, well, let me start looking away from mm. the ball now. But in the initial stages, and I think this is, this is, this is what experience will teach mm. you, is the players have a different viewpoint, right? Yeah. You're watching it from the sidelines, potentially. Sometimes you might be mm. in the practice, sometimes you might be behind mm. the position of the, you know, the player. And then, that's often encouraged mm. to try and get a viewpoint of where they, mm. you know, their their vantage point, if you like. But fundamentally, we're never going to, even if we, as we already identified, mm. even if we see the same image, mm. see the same picture, mm. how we interact and how we perceive those variables that mm. are in, in in that mm. image are very different. Mm. So, and I always give the example, you know, for instance, you give Neymar a yard of space with two mm. players around him. Mm probably comfortable mm -hmm. right whereas if you maybe you have the same similar situation with a Harry Maguire mm. that yard of space isn't mm. good enough he probably mm. needs three four maybe mm. six maybe even ten mm. yeah. probably ten yeah. <laughs> but again we we say that but then you have to start to think about it from this point of view you used Harry Maguire as, as an example um, Harry Maguire may be happy with small amounts of spaces mm. but if you then start to think about well what's his mental state like is he nervous now because he knows that the whole world is looking at him? Mm. Is he nervous now because if he makes a mistake, it'll be amplified out of all proportions? So when you start to look at it from that point of view, that's where your education comes in, your experience comes in, and, they, and the two match. Now, if you see what Gareth Southgate has done with Aaron, he supported him through this difficult time because the one thing I believe is this, is whether you're having a good time or whether you're having a bad time, neither one will last. Yeah. All right. So once you know that and you start to understand that, that's where your experience will come in. But your education will start to, to kick in because you've learned some stuff where they've told you about player state, emotions, all that sort of stuff. So now you start to think about, oh, right, okay, there's this, that, never. Another example of that, I can say for my own thing, just come into my come into my head was I remember there was a ladder was I was coaching and I just finished my UA for B and I learned about um, growth spurts mm. 
And so anyway, this lad was one of our best players. I mean, he would go past people for fun. He was like unbelievable. Anyway, he, he, he kept tripping over the ball. He, you know, he, you know, he kept making silly mistakes. And I thought, well, what's the matter with him? But I didn't notice that he was getting. A, I kind of noticed he was getting a bit, a bit taller. Yeah. And I went, oh no, hold on a second there. He's going through a growth spurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I looked back through my notes, and it's told me about how you dealt with growth spurts. So I went back and I spoke to the boy, I spoke to his parent, yeah. I said, this is what we're going to do. So we had this really great conversation. Then it was, that was in around about, say around about the October, November time. You know, you just start the season. Yeah, yeah. And then we had the break for Christmas, came back after Christmas, he was flying. Yeah. Absolutely flying. From there, he went to Tottenham. Amazing. As a youngster, as a living. But what we did, we had a plan in, but I wouldn't have known that plan yeah. if I hadn't got my education I wouldn't have known about growth spurts and so on and so forth. But my experience of the game then helped me with what plan am I going to put in place? Because I was coaching all the time and my experience as a player, mm. all that sort of stuff. How would I have liked to have been dealt with? Yada, yada, yada. All those things came into to make the decision to what we did, which was we said we would only play him for short amounts of time in the game, okay? And mm. either at the end or at the, uh, at the beginning of the game or at the end of the game. Mm. And he was happy with that. You know, and he, you know, then in training we'd work with him and so on and so forth. And you know, we did. I mean, I still didn't have as much information as I as yeah, I, yeah. I would have liked, but that one piece of information yeah. helped me with that play. Now I'm not saying he went to Tottenham because of me. He didn't. Yeah. He went to Tottenham because of him because he was yeah. a great, he was a fantastic player and a great plumber. Yeah, <laughs> you can let that go, are you? <laughs> <laughs> but but what he did. It enabled him, it gave him that breathing space, that time, mm. you know. Another player who uh, later on in the same team um, was playing in a game, kept missing chances, kept missing chances, but was always getting in pos into position. And I went, and and the, and the, and the, the parents, and this is the, the cool thing, parents were laughing, were saying, oh, he's missed again and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I, and I just said to him, I just said to him, just keep doing it, don't care. If you miss another 100 chances, I don't mm -hmm. care. Keep doing what you're doing because you're getting the chances. Anyway, he ends up in the game scoring four goals. Okay, And, and we won the game very, very comfortably. But he came up and he was upset because he thought he could have had more. And, he, because of, and I pulled him to one side and I said, it doesn't matter. I said, next week you'll be in that position maybe only one time. Mm. We may need you to score and you'll score and we'll win the game 1-0. Yeah. I said, that's fine by me. I said, it doesn't matter. You'll learn from this. Mm. You know? And again that came from one of the courses when they talked about this idea of not berating a player because they've done a certain thing wrong or whatever. Mm. So all those things added to my bank of experience. When I went on my start, first starting on my level two, I thought I had a, I, I knew a lot about the game because mm. it just come out. I'd already been coaching for three years. My team had, had just won two promotions. I went on the course didn't realise how little I did, actually did know. I think that's the thing, coming back to what I said earlier, right, you know, about not being the smartest one in the room. You often need to be in situations, especially as a coach, where mm. you've either got, not necessarily people are more experienced than you, but just have different experiences than mm. you, right? Because, you know, I, I remember a specific time in my coaching journey where where I felt like I learned the most mm. and developed the most. It was actually, I had someone else who, we went to the same mm. course, we, you know, we had the same messages, mm. but the way in which we viewed the process of getting to the outcome mm. was very different. So it actually mm. kind of benefited us both because 
we both agreed on the outcome, which mm. was which is obviously where the the common goal was, the alignment of that. But actually, having two different perspectives allowed us to kind of constantly stretch and challenge and check and challenge each other on what well, what might be best and what approach might we have for this player and that player and is this working and if it's not working how do we fix it or how or how would we go about doing it because if you've tried your way I've tried my way and it hasn't worked well we're going to have to come up with a new way together but at the same time if you've got your way I don't necessarily have to agree with your way or although I could agree with your way but it just might not be my way so mm -hmm. I think there's so many different things that we kind of pick up on that I'm just conscious that you know Coming back to the topic of the discussion around qualifications experience, what are some of the key messages that you want people to take away then? For me, understand that qualifications are part of your coaching journey, mm. okay? Your experience will, will aid your qualifications and your qualifications will aid your experience. If you've got those two things, I, th I think you're, you're, um, um, you're halfway there. Uh, well, more than halfway there. I think if you're then... If you if, if so you've another thing I would say is if you want to get a good plumber make sure that they've got experience and qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. That's you know today's episode of coaching conversation with Pete and Yas, where we discuss the difference between qualifications and experience and the pros and cons behind both. And plumbing. And plumbing. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> make sure you like, share, and subscribe this uh, episode. Leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts and, and any feedback you've got on it, and also any future topics you'd like to hear from us in the future. Thanks for your time today, Pete. Great stuff. Yes. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.